0: Bring it to Tennessee Farm Table.
1: Good Saturday morning, and welcome to the Tennessee Farm Table, a show about the people from our region who produce, prepare, and preserve our regional foods and agricultural products. This is your hostess, Amy Campbell. And that sassy little theme song that you just heard was sung and arranged by East Tennessee's own Emmy Sunshine. She has sung on the Grand Ole Opry and all kinds of stuff, and she's gotten really popular. And we are proud to say that she is straight out of East Tennessee from Madisonville, Tennessee. More information at TheEmmySunshine.com. Today, we're setting our table with stories about Southern food. In this installment of the Tennessee Farm Table, this will be an Amy on the Road segment. I've been in Savannah, Georgia, visiting my buddy Tammy, and I was fortunate enough to meet Jonathan Scott Barrett. The name of his book is called Rise and Shine, A Southern Sun's Treasury of Food, Family, and Friends. Also on the show today is a list of really exciting events that are happening in our region that are agriculturally related. And we go back to 2004 with our gospel number with a song from Alex Leach and the Mystery Mountain Boys. And I just want to say thank you so much for your great company. We so appreciate it. Now let's get started. Well, this summer I've done a little bit of traveling. I've been to Savannah, Georgia, and have been fortunate enough to visit with a really talented food writer named Jonathan Scott Barrett. The name of his latest book is called Rise and Shine, A Southern Sun's Treasury of Food, Family, and Friends. The family he references, mostly in this book, is from the Appalachian region of northern Georgia. So let's start out where me and my friend Tammy got out of our car and we're walking up the sidewalk to visit with Jonathan Scott Barrett. So here we are in Savannah, Georgia, me and my friend Tammy.
2: I have a very social schnauzer. <laughs> 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 <No>. <laughs> he doesn't. Oh, no, he doesn't bite at all. No, the only thing he wants to do is give. Sh- Hello, honey. Oh, yeah, so, yeah he's a little, Oh, this is Max, and he's a little rescue dog. So, yeah, he so a so nice. Sweet. oh, he, he's a sweetie. Oh, he's a dog. So that's Roosevelt, the cat. But, <laughs> But he will, he will bite the stew out of you, though. Yes. He'll come right up to you and go, oh, got me, love me. Oh. <laughs> and then he'll take a chunk out of you. So. <laughs> so, yeah. oh, I'm, I'm sure. So it so a to to it's a pleasure tammy. to meet you, too, right? tell Tammy, it's a pleasure to meet you, too. We're neighbors, huh? Yes. So. Oh, wonderful. Okay. Wow. Okay. Wow. I can um, give you a little around the house, but I thought we'd this is the coolest room. Can, can I get you some lemonade? It's not very sweet. Are you sure? Okay. I would love it. Thank
1: you so much. Well,
2: I'm, I'm so glad to be sitting here talking with you, and I really appreciate it. Oh, I'm, well, again, I'm honored. I mean, I, when Linda called me, I said, sure, I'd, I'd, I'd love to. It's, it's fine if, I, if I'm around. Yes. So, yeah, but thank you. Yeah, so I, I enjoyed I, was, I appreciate, you know, having the interest in hearing oh, what, I'm, what I'm doing with the books. I was talking to a fellow yesterday who's from England. He's married to a, to a young lady from Macon, Georgia. And he said he was just so fascinated with Southerners and stories. He says it's like a Tolkien novel. He says you start in one place and you go around the world to get back home, and yes. you finally, and you finally, you make your point, but you got lots of stops and lots of places to visit before you get back to make that, <laughs> to really get back to where you were talking about to begin with. So I so, love that. Analogy. I thought it was. I thought it, it was great. It's true. It's very. Mm-hmm. I love the whole concept behind your it. books
1: because it's the stories. It's the people.
2: Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean it's um, and like I was saying the gentleman said yesterday, his observation of it. You, you start talking about something and your memory sparks and it goes back, you know, the folks that you love, the people that you love, and then some of it's just kindness around food and then there's, so there's a story that there's that goes behind it or stories and as I've been writing this second book, people will send me uh, the recipe and a story that goes along with it. And it just sparked something in my mind, like, oh my gosh, really, well then have you, you know, and then that's when I go down that, that other path to go, like you said, going around the world and get back home. Um, 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 something that's, that's interesting or that, that that's, um, or it might not even have anything absolutely to do with it, it, just what they said, but you made me think about something else. Mm-hmm. And so, and yes. when I was talking yesterday with my friend Nancy, Nancy Fulbright, she's making, who was and she was making fried pies for me and it was, oh they were peach, fresh peaches, just magnificent oh. and because uh, one of the stories that I have is about fried pies in the book and we were trying to def- do define the recipe because my mother never wrote the recipe down for us, we, may, we knew what was in it. But, of course. Uh, so she was doing it but we sat and it was amazing you know two hours went by and we had started talking about fried pies and within two hours we have been all over everywhere about all kinds of dishes and <laughs> memories and food, so yeah, it's fun, so yeah. I have loved it, and that's, um, I think with, with this first book, Rise and Shine, um, which is a memoir, food memoir, the biggest compliment that I've received would be from folks that said, you could take the names out of the book and substitute my family's names, and they would tell the same stories, and that was just really touching, because you know, so, and then it made people think about I had somebody come up the other day talking about food. She's gonna make my uh, my aunt's lemon meringue pie that she said she hadn't had probably in 35 or 40 years. Her mother used to make it but she knew the recipe was exactly the same It brought back so many memories. So mm-hmm. It's been really cool. Absolutely. But,
1: yeah, yeah. And the name of that book again? Yes. That one is
2: Rise and Shine, um, A Southern mm-hmm. Sun's Treasury of Food, Family, and Friends. And um, mm-hmm. that's the one that Mr. Sausman gave me a lovely review on and um, I started this one off. This this was published by Mercer University Press in September of, of 2015, mm-hmm. and it and it's, it is it is a food memoir. It's a story of my life, growing up in a little small town, farm-to-table food, how we garden, how we, you know, put up our vegetables and mm-hmm. jellies and jams, and um, how all our family lived there, because we lived, um, it was an agrarian society, I mean, you know, it, it was a very, very hands-on in terms of the the food. And the the way the book came about, Um, a good friend of mine um, was hosting her supper club and her house is uh, undergoing renovations and uh, they weren't finished in time. She said, can I come use your place and would you share some recipes and stories? And this was right after my mother had passed away and her baby sister, who was like my, another mother, had just died a few months before that. My Aunt Martha had died right before that. I mean, we lost three very close people. And they were the last, my mother was the last of that generation. That was, that was she was the last one. And I started thinking about, you know, the food and things. So they, they first asked me to talk about entertaining, because I love giving parties and I like cooking and all. but. My mind kept you know, every time I started thinking about something. It was going back to my mom and the family and what they would cook and what we would have. And so um, I put together some chapters and we shared it with the, the group of ladies. There are 30, thirty ladies here, and they were like, "That is really lovely. You need to continue it." And I did, and it was, it was very therapeutic too. And so it was. Within a few months, I had a book. So it was. It was. It was great. So. Janice Owens did the the, um, the forward here for me. And I don't know if you're familiar with, she is, she wrote American Ghost and she has the Cracker Kitchen, the the, the cookbook, she's just fabulous, oh, she's wonderful. Well, she said in here, and it is so moving. Um, she said about, uh, about the loss and such, she said, um, in writing this, she said, it's wonderful what the power of love right at the painful intersection of grief and loss can do. And I mean, how true, I mean, that's, you know, that's, how this came about so
1: anyway if you've just joined us you're listening to the tennessee farm table in an interview with jonathan scott barrett the name of his book is rise and shine a southern sun's treasury of food family and friends after the short break we'll return to our interview with jonathan Support for the Tennessee Farm Table comes to you in part from Magpie's Bakery with two convenient locations. Downtown North Knoxville, just one block north of Broadway on North Central Street, and Magpie's West, now open on Bearden Hill, right inside the Village Exchange. That's just one block east of Calhoun's. A convenient pickup location for special orders and a variety of fresh baked goods daily. in Pie Day on Friday. Orders can be taken in person or on the phone at both locations. Operating hours are Monday through Friday, 12 until 5, Saturday 12 until 4, and closed on Sundays. Magpie's Bakery can accommodate most budgets and styles, from a simple rustic barn dance with pies, cookies, and cupcakes, to a country club affair with a custom creation, magpiescakes.com. All butter, all the time. And now we return to our interview with Jonathan Scott
2: Barrett. So
0: where did you
1: grow up? Now I grew
2: up in Perry, Georgia. Is originally where I'm from, my hometown, um, and I moved here to Savannah um, back in the mid '80s after I went to Georgia Southern. You know, so that, um, my family's been in Georgia for. I'm seventh generation Georgian. Um, not that we're anybody important, just once we got here we never went anyplace else. So, yeah, so we, just, we just stayed. And a lot of my family, my daddy's family, is from northeast Georgia up in the mountains. And so that's why I thought, well, I know since you, uh, a lot of your your, your um, um, work and stories and such are about Appalachia and such, I thought I'd, you know, I got, um, they were a big influence on my, and that was my aunt, who, she moved. My my daddy's family moved to Middle Georgia in 1916. From there were Clarksville and Cleveland, Georgia. there area still lots and lots of barracks up there. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, they moved to Middle Georgia in 1916. My, my grandfather bought a small farm um, in Middle Georgia, and uh, you know he was one of many children and um, uh, moved down moved down here. But they they brought a lot of their of course their food traditions with them when they when they arrived. And my aunts were. I was, a, I was a late child too. I was a surprise baby. And um, and they did. you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was. Or yeah, okay. So Yeah. And it's kind of neat, you know, the little late babies. Uh huh. So mm-hmm. they were. Yeah. I, I was 12 years behind my sister. And uh, daddy married late in life. And so his sisters were like my grandmothers because my grandmother had already passed away. And when she moved to middle Georgia from the mountains, we still have some of her letters she would write back home um, to her mother and to relatives that she really she didn't say she hated it but you could tell she disliked Mm -hmm. the heat of middle Georgia and being away from family and being away from you know the mountains and the the clear water you know she's talking about the rivers down here they live right near the Altamogia River on the farm and it's just always muddy but you know you go back up to Chattahoochee and it's crystal clear and Mm -hmm. and and such so she um, she really missed it but my aunt um, Lily and Aunt Polly and there's a I've got a whole chapter about them in the first book here And I'm um, call it daddy's sisters, and I can show you another folks on the Can't see it on the radio, but um That's um, That was daddy when he was two and he was born in 1918 and these are his sisters here and that was um and I'll give you, you, I'll give you a copy of this. We oh, take two, you. so yeah. So. take those and share them on. Oh, thank you. My desk. Oh, That's wonderful. Absolutely. Well,
1: Fantastic yeah. pictures.
2: Well, these are. Yeah, this is in the family farm in '24, and so they've been in Middle George about eight years. But they, they really, they were like my grandmothers, and there they my Aunt Polly, Aunt Lil. Okay. And you see, there's the cake pan in there. They <laughs> always brought a cake to the house, <laughs> and they were competitive, but they were sweet ladies. Neither one ever, unless I. Not, no one in the family ever remember them uttering a curse word, saying anything unkind. I mean, they were, and my Aunt Lil never wore a pair of trousers in her life. Now, she wasn't Pentecostal either. She was Baptist. But uh, she never wore a pair of pants. You never, she was always in a dress. And um, anyway, I just love them. They, they were, they were like my grandmom's. And um, we were very, we were really close. And so she, my Aunt Pauline just died and she was 110. Wow. Yep, yeah. Mm-hmm, yep. Yeah, yeah. So, and um, yeah, we had lost Aunt Lil um, when she was 98. But so um, Aunt Lil lived across the street from me. And we, I lived across, we lived across the street from her and Perry. And she would, um, in the afternoons, uh, when I was home from school or whatever, she would make a, a picnic. And it was always saltine crackers and hoop cheese or pimento cheese. And pink and lemonade and she'd bring over the house put a blanket out under a mimosa tree and we would sit and that's what we would we have and she would bring cupcakes too sometimes Aww. just depends so i mean she they doted on me i was you know again a surprise nobody thought there was gonna be another baby around and um so that's always so special to me. And i always remember her sitting down um to spread out the 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 blanket and like i said she never wore pants so she'd have on a skirt i would remember her you know, tucking that skirt under, her sitting down on the ground and then getting back up, just how <laughs> I to just never f- forget that. So that's why, um, talking about the mountains and, and the, the Appalachian and Blue Ridge and such, and yeah. this, this came from, taught me a lot in the kitchen. In, in cooking, I've, there's a lot of her recipes in here, the um, mm-hmm. apple pies, they cook, of course, a lot of apples. They brought that down with them, the mm-hmm. tradition of apple butter and apple pies and mm-hmm. apple bread. That she would make and the cabbage and the pole beans and such that we didn't have much in middle Georgia so um, it was it was interesting a lot yeah a lot of cabbage a lot of slaw a lot of cabbage in different ways you know the relishes and such so it was it was really cool so um, my mom would fish a lot aunt, now aunt polly was a great fisherman Really? oh yeah here's here's a great picture of her in here um with a big catfish oh. um and um
0: you know, and she
2: was probably 80 years old then and she said and her son had a. Um, actually, they raised catfish for commercial um, purposes okay. oh, in in rural Pulaski County, and um, one pond was was reserved just for um, sport fishing. And um, we would go and we would have Sunday afternoons there in barbecues, and they, she would make most wonderful, the most wonderful food. And there, again, her recipes and her chocolate macaroons uh, that were just uh, divine, and, and her coconut cake, and she made. Um, uh, ice box cookies and um, just all of the different types. And so, the, the recipes from them are all, are all in here. Oh, that's so, so it's really, really cool. So, but yeah, she loved to, to fish and my mother loved to fish. And there's a chapter in here about fishing with my mom and dad. And so, it's, it's all the food, you know. I've got a menu for f- fish fry.
1: So, tell us what's on the plate. We're going through the line for the fish fry. What are we looking at?
2: Okay, well, there's, there's going to be hush puppies, of course, and, um, and they're not those sweet things that taste like donuts, you know, they've got a lot, got a lot of onion and a little black pepper in them and such, and so and the secret to those is not to, uh, not to stir them too much, not to mix them too much, you know, when, you, when you put the batter together, is make certain that you just get it so that it's wet. And then I, I take it out and I chill them and then drop them in the hot grease. And they're really light, they're really lovely. And make it with whole milk, buttermilk, mm-hmm. and not, not the low fat because I mean, you're not gonna eat hush puppies that much anyway. So you got the hush puppies, you're gonna have the fried fish. We had all the freshwater fish, the bass, um, brim, perch and all that sort of homemade tartar sauce. And um, they were, my mom called home fries, although they weren't fried, they were baked, big, thick slices of baked. Um, Irish potatoes with a lot of salt and black pepper and coleslaw and it was mayonnaise based coleslaw not the vinegar um, because we were at, you know, probably a lot of vinegar more vinegar up in the mountains I think in the northern or, or as you go further up in the south the, the lower you get, you get you're going to use more mayonnaise I think so we would have that and um, so that would be your in biscuits and we would have with biscuits so mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. it was good uh, yeah I mm-hmm. <laughs> loved it. What's your favorite yeah, 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 boy. And, I, and that's where the, the title of this book comes from. Um, working in the garden and picking those vegetables. My dad, and I, it was everything in the summer. It, it was a, a, something we did almost every day. just was yes. during harvest time. And He would uh, wake us up well before daylight, and uh, he would come through the house, and he had this incredible sense of, of humor that was not always appreciated uh, because of just the way that he would, he would use it. But he would... Um, singing at the top of his voice, and he would sing, you know, um, this train is bound for glory, you know, or, you know, um, jubilee or something, and then he would sling open. if I didn't get up, he'd sling my door open to the room and flip the light on and say, rise and shine, for your light has come, uh, from Isaiah 60, chapter chapter 60, verse 1, yeah, so yeah, so that's where the the title of the book comes from, Rise and Shine, so. That's wonderful
1: and information about all of my guests can be found at tennesseefarmtable.com. Just look for the link that says listen to the show. Details about his book are on that. And we thank you for listening to East Tennessee's own 89.9 WDVX. This is the Tennessee Farm Table, and coming up, I've got a list of fun things happening this weekend and next weekend that are agriculturally related. Support for the Tennessee Barn Table comes to you in part by Kenner Tree Care. Family owned and operated out of Louisville, Tennessee, Kenner Tree Care is proud to support this type of local community broadcasting. A certified arborist insured for your protection, offering removal of dead or problem trees, tree pruning, storm emergencies, tree care, soil conditioning, and tree and stump removal. Contact Kenner Tree Care by phone at 865-686-8344 or by Facebook. Kenner Tree Care. Tree Care, Nature's Play. Now here are a few events that are happening in our area that you might find of interest. On August 10th, from 6.30 p.m. until 8.30 p.m., there will be a hands-on cheese-making workshop at the Central Collective in Knoxville, Tennessee that's right next door to Magpies in the downtown Knoxville location. Eileen Moffitt, who learned the craft from San Francisco Cheese School, will lead you through a hands-on process using Cruz Farm milk, and the participants will taste some variations on the cheese, make their own, and take some home. There's a ticket purchase and registration for this workshop. For more information, thecentralcollective.com or by Facebook. For the first time, there will be a new winter market in Oak Ridge, Tennessee. They're taking applications now for farmers and vendors, and they will allow you to have value-added products and artisans and crafters. More information is Grow, oakridge.org. Dancing Bear Lodge Music and Food Festival happens today, July 30th, from 4 until 10, with music from Daryl Scott, Jay Clark and the Tennessee Tree Beavers, Lonesome Coyote, Boy Named Banjo, and Emily Ann Roberts. Also featuring gourmet concessions by executive chef Shelley Cooper. More information on tickets at dancingbearlodge.com. Cancer Palooza. It's a farm festival benefit for Carrie Nicely, held at Strong Stock Farm on Rutledge Pike in Knoxville, Tennessee. That is tomorrow, Sunday, July 31st, from 4 p.m. until 10 p.m. With music beginning at 4 p.m., with Jennifer Jane Nicely, Big Bad Oven, Ewan's Jug Band, Jazz by Noel and Brian, The Swing Set, and more. They'll have goodies from the farm and produce for sale, and if it's not too money, John just might have that team of horses hooked up for wagon rides. Links to all these events can be found at TennesseeFarmTable.com. Just look for the link that says Listen to the Show. And you are tuned in to the Tennessee Farm Table on East Tennessee's own 899WDVX. Thank you so much for everyone who called in to support during the one-day fun drive. WDVX is truly a community radio station and brings to you this type of community broadcasting. You can always make a much-needed tax-deductible donation at any time securely at WDVX.com. And you can always listen to this show on your schedule at TennesseeFarmTable.com. And now it's time for the gospel portion of our radio broadcast. We like to call this our daily bread. And for our gospel number, let's go way on back to September of 2004. This CD was given to me by Alex Leach, and we're really proud of Alex. He started with WDBX when he was eight years old. He's an old soul and a young body, and he's a talented picker and singer. He hosts the Tuesday night bluegrass special, Bluegrass Show on WDBX, and he's also on the road picking and singing. Often, you'll find him singing with Ralph Stanley Three. And um, this CD was made when he was a much younger man, and this CD was put together by Tony Thomas on guitar and vocals, Klein Phillips on banjo and vocals, Elmer Phillips on bass, who we really miss. He was a wonderful man who's passed on now, and Alex Leach on mandolin and vocals. The group was called Mystery Mountain Boys, and we're going to hear a number off this called He Broke the Chains. It's the Mystery Mountain Boys on the Tennessee Farm Table, straight out of East Tennessee.
0: In dark prison no one around could ease the pain and i had no hope no cause for living more. but in jesus came Older, old man, if.
1: to say thank you so much for your great company here today at the Tennessee Farm Table. We hope that you can join us again right back here next week at nine or online at TennesseeFarmTable.com. Our theme song was written by myself, Amy Campbell, and beautifully performed by East Tennessee's own Amy Sunshine. More information about Emmy Sunshine at theemmysunshine.com. That's spelled T-H-E-E-M-I-sunshine.com. We want to say thank you to WDVX for bringing to you pure community broadcasting, just like this show. They are our media partner, and we couldn't do this without them. More information at wdvx.com. We'd love to invite you to connect with us on Twitter and Facebook at TennesseeFarmTable.com and check out our podcast on your smartphone, tablet, or computer, or on iTunes. Or just search for Tennessee Farm Table. A big list of all of our shows will appear. We hope you have a good week and keep on digging. This has been a Campbell Creative Incorporated production.